from Kurtco Media. Coming up on Life Done Better. I deserve everything that I want. If you love yourself, you know that you deserve the best. You deserve the best. Stop settling for mediocre relationships. Stop settling with mediocre jobs. Step into the best version of you and that's what's gonna knock you out of depression. That's what's gonna give clarity in your life. And you do it by only accepting greatness in your life. Welcome to Life Done Better. I'm your host, Jill Young. My guest today is Melissa Wagi. She is a transformational thought leader and author of Detoxify Your Mind. Her obsession with helping others began when she was just a little girl. Melissa's parents were heroin addicts and she was forced into a foster care system where she was mentally abused and constantly reminded that she was not good enough and that she would never amount to anything in life. Despite these adversities, she knew that she was destined for more. She uses her troubled past as a beacon of hope for sharing your story with the world. Things don't happen to you. They happen for you. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you so much for such an amazing introduction. I appreciate that. (laughs) It is quite a story. Like, you know, it's not the everyday, oh, I, you know, had a very nice family growing up with and very little worries. And I went to school in a safe environment, the neighborhood. You've had quite a past. So what has your childhood been like? Well, I was in the foster care system. I went into the foster care system at the age of three. And then there was a family that took my brother and myself in. Uh, I had a baby sister, but she was taken to another home. And I ended up staying with that family as a foster child for 12 years. It wasn't the best childhood. There was a lot of situations that I just didn't agree with as far as the way that they were raising me. And I just decided to to leave at, at the age of 15, you know, and I went and found my biological mom. And then our relationship didn't go too well. And I kind of embarked on a journey on my own, finished high school on my own, ended up getting a couple of jobs. I was in Orlando at the time and I was working at like different Disney restaurants and <laughs> just trying to work anywhere I could. And I finished high school. I ended up getting kicked out of high school actually by my principal and told by him that I was just another Latina statistic that would never amount to anything. <laughs> so being my own boss, I like, you know, I really didn't have any guardians on top of me. I pretty much just skipped school and I would stay in Disney and I found a way to get in through the back with the employees. And I was just kind of like, you know, <laughs> spending time at Disney instead of at school. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I was actually homeless. I lived out of my car for a couple of months outside of a Walmart parking lot, but I looked at it as, as normal. I didn't feel like, Oh, poor me or anything like that. I just felt more like this is my life, you know, and I'm not going to let this stop me, you know, and I was working hard. And then I finally got my own apartment. And I just knew once I graduated high school, I went to college for a little bit and I dropped out. I just didn't feel that it was for me. I was like, I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to work on a journey on my own, you know, and I just knew that whatever I put my mind to, I could accomplish. And that's what I did. And who taught you that? Or did you feel like that came to you like as an intuitive voice? Ever since I was little, I never liked people telling me what to do. So I just knew that I had to find a way to make money on my own. I just always knew since I was a little girl that I was, I was special. You know, I just believed that I was like, I'm special. Like 
I'm a foster child because I'm special. And I look at myself in that way now. I, I feel like the chosen one, like God has chosen me to deliver a message to the world in order to help people change their lives. And my mission is to tell people that it doesn't matter where you come from, what you've gone through, what your past is. You can step into your power. You can step into your purpose. You can step into your greatness. That's what I want to deliver to the world. And it's a powerful message because we do have to remind ourselves that you can't always change your circumstances, but you can always change your attitude. And you reframed it so beautifully. How do we identify the thoughts that are stopping ourselves in our tracks? And how can we change that? You write them down. I have my clients write them down. Where are you right now and what's keeping you there? And I I guide you through that system in my book. What are your thoughts? Why are you having these thoughts? What's keeping you there? Most of the time, the reason why people are encountering these thoughts is because they're not clear on what they want to accomplish in their life, who they want to become in life. They're stuck because they don't have a clear vision of what to do. We all need clarity to identify where we need to put in the work, right? How to make the, our dreams actionable. Because we can say, yeah, I want to manifest this or I wish that or I have you know, all these intentions. But without real action, nothing is going to happen. Do you also help identify what is an ego stroking dream or what is a true heart desire or what is maybe a desire that doesn't even come from your own heart, but maybe your parents or the society or the friends that you are surrounded by feel like, oh, that's what I need to do? I like to ask people, what excites you? What, what makes you happy when you're doing it in the moment, right? I recently had one of my clients and she's in real estate. And after our, the four-week program that I went through with her, she was still kind of struggling a little bit in finding that, that clarity. And then she told me, you know what? She's like, when I was a little girl and before I got married, I wanted to be a designer. And when she said that, I was like, that's what you need to be doing. And I kind of gave her like this little structure on what to start doing to start making sure that her investing her time in this new thing, if it's going to make sense for her. And she was like, oh my God, you just got me so excited. She's like, this is exactly what I need to be doing. And now that's what she's working on. And she's, she's never been happier. So whatever you felt or whatever you've been doing since you were a little kid, continue doing that. For me, I was always helping people. I always wanted to help my parents in the kitchen or I used to babysit when I was 10 years old, a girl, a little girl babysitting little kids. You know, I used to clean the house and I just wanted to be of service. And seven years ago, I actually found myself in a really dark place after a difficult divorce. I went a year and a half being completely destructive. And it was one of the darkest moments of my life. And I remember waking up one morning and I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, are you proud of the woman you've become? Are you going to allow this adversity to break you or to make you? After thinking that to myself, I looked at myself and I said, no, I'm not proud of who I've become. And like a day later, I saw an ad on Facebook that said, reignite your future, reignite your finances, reignite your life, free ticket to an event in Hollywood. It was called at the time Peak Potentials. And I remember I have a friend, she's in the personal development space. And I reached out to her and I said to her, hey, have you heard of this company? They're offering a free ticket for a personal development event. Should I do it? And there's a piece of advice that she gave me. She said, if there's one positive thing that you get out of that, go for it. It's a win situation. So I booked my ticket. 
And I said, I'm ready to change my life. I went there for three days and that three days changed my life. I, yes, did I ended up investing $6,500 of my own money for a two-year course? Yes, I did. But I put in the work. I put in the work. I was tired of living in mediocrity. I was tired of feeling depressed. I was tired of being a victim instead of a victor of my circumstances, right? I said, enough is enough. And I went back to my roots. If this event was able to help change my life, then I could do this for others. Well, you are on fire and it's tremendous all that you do and being of service. And, and that truly fills your heart in a whole new way, right? The, the reward of helping others and getting them to feel better and for them to make better decision is one of the most rewarding things you can receive. Mm-hmm. Now, when I think about all the things that you were just kind of talking me through, I see one big word. I see commitment. How do you stay committed to your goals? Don't take your eyes off of the picture until it's completed, right? So when I committed myself to writing my book, I was like, okay, I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to do anything until this book is done. I finished it in three weeks. Just stay clear, tunnel vision. So the commitment and the goal is very much related. I think when we talk about, you know, the smaller goals, I want to lose five pounds, right? When we're thinking about these New Year's resolutions that come in, when we're thinking about, oh, I just want to be a bit more organized. Yeah, well, that is not a fired up action plan, right? But if you have something more juicy, something so heartfelt and that excites you and that is so big, you are going to make better priorities. Absolutely. Also, progress brings happiness. I I entered a fitness competition and I said to myself, I am going to do this. For six months, I committed myself. The day I was on that stage and I just went to the back and I had to go on the stage a couple of times and I I was looking at myself in the mirror. I was like, oh my goodness, I actually did this. I think it was one of the happiest days of my life. The day that my book launched, it was one of the happiest days of my life. The day that I started my event, Epic Talks, it was one of the happiest days of my life. Everything in my life that I do has purpose and has meaning. If it doesn't excite you, don't do it. Do it because it inspires your soul. And you're going to have an amazing story to share because of that. Yeah, that's right. And find people that support you in your dream. If you are really fired up about something that you want to achieve, do experience and feel, then please surround yourself with people that are going to help you no matter what, that is going to be there to support you, to plot you and push you through the difficult times. So there's something that I believe is called divine timing. Some things just come right at you and some things you just got to wait and wait and wait. And that's what we got to keep in mind too. When things don't happen now, it doesn't mean that they're not going to happen. It's just not yet. Not yet. Absolutely. And I love that. And nothing happens overnight. The woman you see right now, that's been six years in the making. I actually finished my book two years ago. However, I was going through a difficult time in my life that I personally didn't feel that it was the right time to launch it. That's why I launched it six months ago, but it was done two years ago. Some people, sometimes they get so stuck in, oh my goodness, this person is doing it. This other person's doing it. They're better than me. They don't know what we have gone through in order to get to where we're at now. So stop focusing on what other people are doing and focus on you and start now. I always tell everyone, your time is now. 
a year from now, you're going to regret that you didn't start, you know, a year ago. Figure out what your purpose and passion is. You have to have mentors. I didn't do this alone. I have such an amazing group of women in my community. They keep me inspired. And whoever doesn't inspire me, whoever doesn't have my back, I don't surround myself with them. And be, be careful who you're taking advice from. I tell my clients this all the time. Who are you taking advice from? Would you be willing to trade your life with them, whoever you're taking advice from? <laughs> It's a good one. It's a really good one because sometimes when I coach my friends or my clients, I feel like they take on someone's opinion you know, and they get really upset about what this person said. And I, one thing I ask, and, and who's this person and what makes them an expert? Really good one to remind yourself that you are your own expert and every situation is unique. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. A Moment of Your Time, a new podcast from Kurt Co Media. Currently 21 years old and today I felt like I'm magic extended from her fingertips down to the you base of my spine. You have to take of care spine. of yourself because the world needs you and Trust your Trust me, voice. every do-gooder that asked about me was ready to spit on my But dream. fingers were facing me. You can feel like your purpose and your worth is... Really being going to stop me from playing the piano. She buys walkie-talkies, wonders to whom she should give the second device. Cats don't love humans. We never did. We never will. We just find the ones that are... The beauty of rock climbing is that you can only focus on what's right in life. And so our American life begins. We may need to stay apart, but let's create together. Available on all podcast platforms. Submit your piece at kirkco.com slash a moment of your time. Now, we've, we've had a really rough 2020 with COVID and everything that's been happening. When we set new goals for the new year, can you talk us through a couple of things that you do, as in like what to write down so we can then design the action steps? Where are you right now in your life and where do you want to be in three months? I don't like telling people, where do you want to be in a year? Where do you want to be in five years? Let's start little by little. Because if you think of the big picture... Well, in 10 years, I want to be a New York Times number one bestseller. I want to have events in 25 countries. I want to have a company as big as Tony Robbins. Like That's my dream for myself. But if I start thinking that way, I'm like, oh my God, that's so overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. So you break it up in quarters. For the new year, you say, where do you want to be in the next three months? Yes work on something specific, right? What am I going to accomplish in the next three months when the year starts? Give me one thing that you want to achieve in the next three months and, and talk us through how to design those action steps and how to stay committed. Okay. So I am actually going to take my book and publish it in Spanish. I'm going to target the Spanish community. There's not a lot of Spanish coaches and mentors out there. So since I'm Puerto Rican and I speak Spanish, I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm going to create a funnel. That's basically going to help the Spanish women who want to take their lives to the next level. So right now in this process, I'm learning how to create a funnel through ClickFunnels with Russell Brunson. <laughs> And, you know, I'm building my team. I'm creating content for all of this. I want to have that executed in the next 60 to 90 days, but I'm aiming for 60. What needs to happen? I need to get specific on every single day how I'm going to wake up. So right now I'm waking up at five o'clock in the morning. I do my meditation in the morning. I do my gratitude. I have a gratitude jar where I write down five things that I'm grateful for every morning. I put it in there. 
Then, you know, I brush my teeth. I make my bed the second I get up. Within the first 30 minutes of waking up, I've accomplished four things. What makes that happen in your life is momentum. So now you have momentum of of a good day. You accomplish four things. These might be little things, but it's actually big things. They're accomplishments. Then I go to the gym. I go to the gym for like an hour, an hour and a half. I'm home by 7.30 in the morning. I check my emails. I respond to my emails and then I start my work. I take one hour to educate myself on this program that I'm taking, how to become a better CEO and entrepreneur. And then from there, I go and start working, writing, creating my content, filming in Spanish now. So that's what my life is going to look like for the next 60 days, 60 to 90 days. So every day is planned out. I I like that. You know, there's a big goals that you're setting for yourself. And so like, what is the affirmation that we can introduce into our lives that if the doubt starts creeping in, what can we tell ourselves? I deserve everything that I want. I deserve everything that I want. If you love yourself, you know that you deserve the best. You deserve the best. Stop settling for mediocre relationships. Stop settling with mediocre jobs. If you're not happy with your body, with a mediocre body, step into the best version of you. And that's what's going to knock you out of depression. That's what's going to knock your anxiety away. That's what's going to give clarity in your life when you step into the best version of you. And you do it by only accepting greatness in your life. Accept greatness from you. Step into the best version of you. You know, because if you're allowing bad relationships, a bad environment, bad habits, that's what your life is going to consist of. And people can expect to live an extraordinary life when they're living in mediocrity. Now, I totally understand why your book is called Detoxify Your Mind, right? Because, yeah, we can eat healthy and exercise and do all these things that make us feel like we're living intentionally and healthy. And, you know, even though not everything is going according to plan, we're, we're doing our very best. But if your mind is not on the same level as your goals, it's really hard to make things happen. You want to align yourself with your goals and know that you do deserve all the greatness and success that you want in your life. And so when you now take a look at your life, and of course, 2020 has been tough. Yes, it's been absolutely rough for most of us. But there is a new year coming up. Everything is temporary. You don't know what next year is going to bring, but I will repeat it. You cannot always change your circumstances, but you can always change your attitude. You deserve the life that you want, and you have to believe it. Because everyone else can see your potential, but you have to feel it. And if you feel like, you know what, I'm not there yet, then educate yourself and connect with people that inspire you. Surround yourself with people that say yes, that make you feel good, that energize you. It is really important to invest in yourself every way you can. You should obviously check out Melissa's website and video content for for mindset shifts because the mindset shifts are the most important thing at this moment. Your mind can change your circumstances by changing your attitude. You only have two options, accept it or change it. Absolutely. And pay attention how you feel when you're around certain people. And that will guide you in the right direction. Yes. Coming back to your mindset, you may be surprised to hear that many of the changes you would like to make are within your reach. Like, and often within your immediate reach. Like, let's just give a small example. I haven't had much time to read. Now, I wanted to read more. 
Now, I had to really kind of dig and say, well, how important is it to you, Jill, that you know, you're reading and educating yourself? Well, it's quite important. A couple of weeks later, I still didn't get through my books. Hmm, interesting. So, you know, you can also study your behavior. So why am I still not reading? I haven't created the time. Because mm-hmm. we are creatures of habit that do things the same way. New habits really contribute to new energy, new actions, inspired actions, aligned actions. Oftentimes, we don't need to wait for motivation because if we need to like wait until we're motivated, until we go to the gym or do something that we really want to do, then nine out of 10 times we may have something else really important to do and it won't happen. I think that's how self-confidence is built, like mm-hmm. by showing up for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's really important for self-confidence. If you are lacking self-confidence to show up for yourself. And like you said, success isn't a sprint. It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And take it little by little. That's what I tell everyone is take it little by little. If you want to start going to the gym, tell yourself for the next three days, I'm going to go. And then if you have the strength to do another two or three days, do that. Don't say, I'm going to work out for the next 30 days. You're not used to working out, so you're just going to feel exhausted. Yeah, it's too big of a commitment. Exactly. Like, Don't make the goals so big that they're not viable, and then you feel like you're a failure. If you set too big of a goal, right? The seven days a week of working out hardly ever works for anybody. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you believe that is similar in a direction where you're like, when we do things not just for ourselves, but for a greater cost, for something bigger than ourselves? Absolutely. I truly believe that the doors continue opening when you are so clear on your purpose and the message that you want to give. I'll give you an example. Before I started Epic Talks, I was walking over the bridge. I I live here in the city in Brickell. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm not connecting with people who are like-minded like me. I want to meet people who want to help others. I want to meet other entrepreneurs, good people. I wasn't connecting with people like that. And I was actually going to move to Los Angeles because I wasn't finding the right crowd. And then I thought to myself, I said, you know what? Let me see if I could do a little event. So I printed out 100 flyers. I asked a girlfriend of mine who's a professor here in the University of Miami, a law professor. And I said, hey, if I throw a little event, will you speak with me? I didn't know anything about speaking. Nothing. And she's like, okay. (laughs) So I ended up in three days, I ended up passing the flyers all over Brickle. 15 people showed up to my first event, 15, and eight of them were my friends. (laughs) It was seven people. And I remember going to Whole Foods. I got some cheese, some crackers, and a bottle of wine. And everybody sat down. I had a little questionnaire. I wanted to get to know everybody that was there, the new ones. And I said to them, listen, guys, I'm here because I want to create impact. And I want to help people step into their purpose. And I want to meet amazing individuals. So that was my first event. My second event... I ended up connecting with an influencer here and we had 130 people show up to our second event. So then it was just never the same. Then it kind of took a life of its own. And I have speakers that reach out to me to want to be on my platform. And these are speakers that get paid 30, 40, $50,000 to be on other stages. And it took that leap of faith, planting that seed, knowing what I wanted. Why did I want this? Because I wanted to help people and I wanted to meet amazing individuals. So look at what happened now. It's the fastest networking event here in Miami. I'm sharing the story not to brag, but to basically set an example of what happens when you decide to plant that seed and you start watering it. 
Exactly. Even if you don't have any experience, you don't have to show up with perfectionism. You just have to have the desire and then you have to commit and do it and learn from the first event or you know whatever you're wanting to do. Learn from it and fine tune it and do it again and again and again and have fun with it. But my last question to you, Melissa, is what is your definition of success? My definition of success is being able to wake up every single morning with a smile on your face and not feeling like you have to work. Whatever you're doing should feel exciting, should feel like you can't wait to wake up the next morning. Doesn't matter how much money you're making, if you're not waking up every single morning excited to get to work and do whatever you're supposed to be doing, then you're not, you're not successful. successful. I know, I know a, lot a lot of successful, successful people, people that have a lot of money, but they're not happy. They're not happy because they're not living in their purpose and they're not living in alignment with their true calling. So the definition for me of success is to wake up every morning and getting to your desk and being excited about the work you're about to do. That is wonderful to hear because you are doing exactly that. And this episode may inspire many to change their course of their lives or to just pick that one thing that they truly want to experience, feel, achieve, accomplish. Me and Melissa are giving you permission to go after your goals, make 2021 one of your best years. Thanks, Melissa, for sharing all this wisdom and for sharing about your commitment to serving others. And how can we stay in touch? Well, you can go to my website, melissa.com, and you can purchase my book there and find out more about me on the website as well. And I do have something for your audience. If they would like to take an amazing little questionnaire, it doesn't take more than 10 minutes to help them find clarity and purpose in life. They can go to findclarityinlife.com and there will be a video there explaining how to do this worksheet. And if they have any questions, they can direct message me on my Instagram or they can send me a message on my website as well. Findclarityinlife.com. Go there to find clarity. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This episode was produced and edited by AJ Mosley for Kurt Co. Media. Mastering by Steve Ricky Berg. Thank you again to Melissa Wagi for joining us today. Have a beautiful day, my friends. See you next week. For your mind.